Physique University, your source for all things physique enhancement. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Elite Physique University. I'm John Gorman, your host. We've got Jason Theobald in the house. Jason, what's going on on this fine Thursday with you, man? Uh, not much. You know, uh, we were talking earlier. We both were kind of beat down today. So I took a day off the gym, which I normally don't. Today's usually my day to hit a second chest day, a little more calves. And um, I just scrapped it, man, and worked. And it was probably a good idea with me getting ready for vacation. I had a ton of check-ins. I didn't really finish up till now. Um, so yeah, you know, like, uh, it's been a good day, but I needed some rest. Yeah. I've still got 18 check-ins. I'm looking at my email now. I've still got them, but why don't you just tell everybody the truth about what we both really did today? I thought you were going to throw us both under the bus. Well, I did take uh, a nap at around 1130 <laughs> or an hour. And then I laid back down and did a meditation, um, after that for about probably 40 minutes. Well, my eyes are still watering because I just woke up, so I'm ready to fucking roll. <laughs> I took one too, man. It's just, it's one of those days. But regardless, man, I know we've got some cool new stuff that's, that's new with us. I'll kind of kick that off. Um, and then if you have anything new to add yeah, after that. Yeah. So um, you and I have something cool we're about to do together when it comes to the supplement side of things. But I think I'm just going to tease that for right now. You're going on vacation next week, right? Correct. Where are you guys going? We're going to South Carolina near Myrtle Beach, but like it's one of the little tiny beach areas around there. Yeah, yeah. I've been over in that area. It's beautiful. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really nice. We have a you know big house on the beach, but there's going to be 26 people in it. And so it's a little too close for comfort for me. Um, it's never really the most relaxing situation. Um but, you know, I make the best of it. I'll stay at the beach most of the time. Yeah, I hear you. Well, and the reason why I bring that up is um, if you're listening, we may not have a podcast next week. If I can just get somebody to come on, like I might have a guest and we do like a, a short session or something, or probably just hang tight because I know you like to be part of those too when we have guests on. So if you're listening, we may not have an episode next week. Um, and I think I just want to tease it, but you and I've got some business coming up that yep. involves supplements from your side and my side. And uh, you guys just watch and stay tuned. Um, you can watch my social because I'll post about it. I'll be the first one. So watch my social and you'll see what's going on. Um, as far as what's new with me, though, man, I'm sitting here drinking a pre-workout now. I'm in the testing phase for quite a few new things for the Fat Muscle Project supplement line that I own. Got a, a It's like a sour candy apple pre-workout here that I've been testing for, I don't know, this is probably the final one. It's going to get ready to go. We've got another shake next to me here that's a cinnamon roll, like an icy cinnamon roll shake. So we've got some cool new stuff coming out. The hormone product that I developed is supposed to be here next week. So all this stuff's hitting. So that's that's kind of what's new with me, and it's exciting. And I know that you love that kind of stuff too because you've been over there developing all these cool products like oh, yeah. Gut Defender and, and stuff like that. Um, what's new with you this week, man? Or do you have anything, any announcements um, you want to Well, I mean, I did announce my – my next hormone class. Um, I've already got uh, nine signed up and a tenth one who said they're getting ready to. But I'll, I, I had I had eighteen last time and it went fine. Um, question and a Q and A was like forty five minutes. We were done by nine fifteen. Kick off at six. So I'll, I'll I'll probably go beyond the ten. But I already have ten and I just announced it yesterday. So um, to me, that's still showing a, a pretty high demand for it, and um, that's nice to see. Um, as far as business goes, been busy all week. Um, you know, a lot of my people are just doing really good, man. Even the ones that I brought on with all the hormonal problems, I'm just not having much drop off, which is good, you know? And so 
Um, I'm looking to probably, you know, add some coaches here in a bit. I don't have all the pieces together, so not everyone needs to email me on it, but you know, I'm heading that direction. So I'm, as far as business goes, everything's looking in the right direction for me. And you know what, man, we can go ahead and talk about it. We, we have a, an actual date for our very first elite physique university full weekend seminar. And we got that set. Uh, we had to move things around because of COVID-19 a few times and stuff like that, but we're actually going to have it here in Springfield, Missouri. Um, we don't have everything ready for you guys to sign up, but I do want to go ahead and let people know now it's going to be the weekend of September 12th and 13th. It'll be a full Saturday and Sunday event, really similar to the physique summit, but it's going to be Jason and I, we're going to, we're going to present on six different classes. It's going to be a blast and we'll have tickets available in the whole nine yards on our website, elitephysiqueuniversity.com. But I wanted to get that out so you guys can start thinking about that because I know people are just starting to meander out, start to travel and start to do stuff like that. They're starting to get more comfortable. And here in Missouri, man, it's like the Wild West. Like It's like COVID wasn't even fucking here. So we're oh, yeah. wide open. Yeah, I mean, Kentucky's very similar, but we still see some people, you know, putting masks on. But um, bars are a little restricted more than I like to see. Not that I go out to bars much when we went out this weekend. It was annoying, but for the most part, I'm with you. It seems like it's opening up pretty well. Yeah. So you guys can watch for that. We'll have the official announcement probably here in just a couple weeks. I've got it on my to-do list. We'll get the website up and you guys can buy tickets and it's going to be a blast. We'll have a lot of stuff to give away there and it's, it's just going to be fun. So if you love the physique summit, that'll be next year. That'll be in Tampa in February and more announcements coming soon on that. But for this year, It'll be our seminar, and I'm really looking forward to it. So, man, this topic today, you know, this is something I've, I've wanted to talk about for quite a long time. I've, I've done this back when I was with First Warner in the TNT podcast. We did this back in, like, 2016. You know, that's four years ago. So, lots kind of changed in the industry with social and things like that. And I figured you and I have a lot of experience either being sponsored ourselves or sponsoring other athletes. So, I thought you know what, man, this will be another good, fun topic. And we just came off the business episode that we did last time. And that was a nice break from all physique enhancement stuff. So um, I figured to start this off, Jason, we could just kind of give our backgrounds with being sponsored or sponsoring athletes. So what's, what's your history look like with being sponsored? So mine's not as, um, like I said, as long of a narrative as yours is going to be. Um, I, I was with Cyvation probably around 2009 after I did my first national show at junior nationals I placed sixth uh, back then you know the classes were, were deep and there was probably 25 guys so it was pretty good placing and um, Matt Mark Lobliner and I had you know chatted some and we were friendly and he had invited me to come on with them and at this point I'd already had you know a coaching you know career going and I had probably about 50 clients and so um, I did that for, well, I was with them until he, until he parted ways with them. And then I was kind of one of the guys that got lopped off. Um, cause I was kind of one of his buddies. And, um, after that, um, if y'all know Joe Binley, um, great guy with, uh, AD, uh, anabolic, uh, designs, he had approached me, um, around 2012 and I did kind of sign on with them and, you know, got some product, but you know, at that point in my career, I already kind of knew I wanted a supplement line. I already had Natty Nutrition. Um, and I just, for me, it was hard for me to buy in and push someone else's line because I knew in my heart of hearts, I was going to go ahead and eventually leave and do my own thing. And so um, at that point, I kind of realized as far as me being a sponsored athlete, um, it wasn't 
where I was headed. So I took time off from that and, and bought my time until, you know, my ideas and everything came along with new ethics and meet and vents and, you know, all these different things. So those are my only two where I can add value is, you know, owning, you know, part owner in new ethics, you know, we evaluate talent and people that we want to sponsor. And so I can add a lot there. Um, but you know, as far as being a sponsored athlete, it was really just one, uh, company and I wasn't with AD very long. Yeah. So what did you work like trade shows and booths or like kind of what was your so role? Salvation. I did work, um, the Arnold. Um, but as far as like going out and doing demos, it wasn't something I had to do. I got, you know, most of my clients using, uh, you know, um, what was the big, uh, intro workout they had with BCAA is called. Do you remember? No. Extend, extend. Oh yeah, yeah, that. So yeah. I had a lot of my clients using extend. I had a lot of my clients using a lot of the Prima Force stuff, like their Yohimbine and just getting their glutamine and creatine. Um, but as far as doing like uh, demos, I never really um, had to do them. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, back in the day, you didn't see a lot of coaches that were sponsored back in two thousand nine. It was a lot of athletes and bodybuilders that had bigger followings. You know, and those were the quote unquote influencers. But to me, and we'll talk more about this here in just a little bit, dude, if you had 50 clients in 2009 and you were a coach, plus you're on the message board, you were running RX muscles, contest prep section. Like you were, you were an influencer from hell, but that was way before people kind of started to figure out that coaches are really, really what supplement companies need over athletes. Um, did, did they kind of pick up on that or was that just kind of a natural thing? Yes, that you were able that's to why, you know, when Mark and I talked, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, you just came off a good placing, but you know, you're coaching, you know, you're all over the boards, you know, just, you know, you use our stuff. So, you know, just keep that in mind when you're posting and helping your clients. And so, you know, it wasn't a problem for me because I used their products. So um, that, that was no problem, but yes, that was the leverage then. I mean, there was no Facebook, there was no uh, Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, being sponsored also opens up like you meet a lot of a lot of key people and it can really open up some yeah. doors for you or just lead to some good relationships. And I remember, um, you know, back then to me, Mark Lobliner was a big deal. He was yeah. a real big deal in 2009, 2010. Yeah. You know, I've never met the guy, but yeah. I do remember thinking because you had done my prep and then I saw you doing his prep. Yeah. And, and Mark made a hell of a transformation from like 2008 to 2010, 11, oh, whatever yeah. it was, you guys, dude, I mean, he put on a lot of sides. Like he really, he did a good job of showing people what was possible. And I remember I saw you prep him for shows and he was endorsing you and he was throwing it out there. He's like, dude, Jason's doing my prep. You know, how, how important was something like that for you and get some more eyeballs on you to have someone oh, yeah. like Mark trust you yeah. with his prep? I mean, Mark is a, when it comes to marketing, I mean, he's, he's top notch. I mean, his YouTube following is huge is, you know, is everything that he has is, is huge and he's constantly putting out videos and that was major back then. So 100% did it put, it put more eyes on me. So like you said, with the connections being sponsored, uh, that helped, that helped me tremendously, um, to prep him and then have him, you know, get good results and then talk, uh, nicely about, about my name. Yeah. So for those of you out there listening, I'm trying to kind of paint this picture. I'm giving you guys little key points here to follow along. Um, because when you think about being sponsored, maybe you are currently sponsored. There's, there's a nice little golden nugget tidbit right there that you need to think about. Like there's connections right there that you may not even know are going to be made or could possibly be made. So always be watching for that stuff. Now, dude, as far as my, my experience being sponsored, I, 
I have a lot of experience with this and it's not just yeah, in the do. fitness industry. And I think probably more than probably, probably anybody that we all know back in 2000 to 2008, um, I used to fish all over the place and I wrote for Midwest bass tournaments and all these online forums and, and actual physical copy magazines. I was sponsored by Bass Pro and I had 24 sponsors at the time. And I was just this little grassroots angler that's what fishermen are called i fished out this little bitty boat and dude i just kicked ass like i was winning tournaments left and right it was just highly driven individual and i would write journals and do all this stuff and i had a lot of eyeballs on me on the message boards in the fishing world and dude people picked up on that so i was like writing all this different stuff and these these brands were like this is the guy that people want to listen to he's just a grassroots fisherman that people can relate to. And I wore trade shows. I did my very first public speaking was I was standing up on a stage at, in front of like 200 people. And I didn't even know I was going to speak that day. And they gave me this, this lure and it had treble hooks, which are like three hooks. And I fucking got one stuck in my finger because I was shaking so bad that I was <laughs> talking. So, um, you know, I, I learned a lot back then though, right? Like I learned what was expected and how to promote a company. And I was a young guy, like is in my twenties. So I kind of took that and that kind of catapulted me forward to the fitness industry. So from like 2011 to 2014, I was just with a supplement company called NRGX. Um, I helped develop a test booster called Max Test. Um, helped kind of oversee some other stuff that they had done there. And then they ended up going out of business. Um, didn't really do business the way I liked it. So I was kind of on my way out there anyway. And then I, I transitioned and went and met with Andy and I've told the story before, so I'm not going to go into a ton of detail, but I went and met with Andy Frisella up at first form and just let him know what I could do and what I would do for them. And we'll talk more about that here in a little bit in the show, but I was with first form from, let's see, actually it was like late 2013, early 2014, all the way until October of 2019. So man, like close to, close to six years. Wow. And, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't really represent a lot of other companies. I kind of dabbled a little bit here and there with, you know, headphones company and a watch company like Swole Clock, but I just, I just didn't really like what, what I had to do for them and like kind of what it represented. And it just, it just, so I, I bowed out and left, say, Hey, this isn't a great fit for me. And we'll talk a little bit about that, but that's kind of my experience. And you know, here now with the fat muscle project supplement line, I've had a bunch of people because I just launched it. We're like three weeks in and everybody's like, Hey, what I, I want to be a, a sponsored athlete or I want to be a sponsored coach. Right. Like, what's that look like? I'm like, all right, we're just going to do a podcast on this. So, um, you know, I know, I know what I'm looking for and we're going to get into that from the new ethics side as well. Let's, um, now that we've kind of told our stories, let's talk about some of the current models out there. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's just go ahead and let people know, man, no one's getting fucking paid, right? Like, like no one's, no one's making money. I'm talking about pure sponsorship, not affiliates or anything like that. Like, a lot of people think they're going to get, they're going to get money if they've got large Instagram followings. I mean, you guys aren't doing that at new ethics, right? Uh, we do pay our sponsored athletes, but I mean, it's not enough to live on. That, that's what I mean. Like no one's making big money. That, that's yeah. what I'm saying. We have a, we, you know, we, we negotiate um, with people who are producing better. And if you're producing better, then you get a bonus when we sign the new contract. But at first when we bring a sponsored athlete on, no, there's no cash exchanging hands. It's, it's product and, you know, um, a code that they can use and, and earn and earn cash for understanding the product and promoting it. Yeah. And that's, that's the misconception that I want to talk about. A lot of people think that being sponsored means that 
They're going to get all their supplements for free. They're going to get a large check every single month and right out of the gate. And that's what, that's what a lot of people see. And it's just, it's just not the reality. And, and a lot of people act. There's a lot of people that act like they're getting that um, because social media for what it is these days, they want to try and act like a big deal. And that's definitely not. Now, obviously, they're going to be people that have a giant, giant following and eyes and they can sell product like nobody's yeah. business. They're going to get a bigger bonus and a bigger signing bonus. Yeah. And, and there's others. There's other things, too. Like so there's athlete searches out there um, and we can we can kind of talk about those. And, and I want to tell people the truth behind those. And not that I don't mean that in like a way that like there's a hidden truth. I just want people to understand like what these athlete searches are, because there's a lot of companies that do them. Um, you'll see companies giving away $50,000 or $5,000 or whatever it is to, to these athlete search winners. And they usually hold them over a period of two to three months. And it's really a great marketing tool for the company. And that's what they're trying to do. So like if, if I were going to do a $50,000 athlete search for fat muscle, not that I would, I don't have that to give away. But if I did, I would ask, you know, people out there to, Hey, listen, you need to buy the product. You need to use hashtag, you know, fat muscle project athlete or whatever. And we're going to watch and we're going to see, and we're going to pick an athlete, you know, who represents our company the best or a coach or what have you. And it's great because then everybody's buying the product and everybody's vying for a spot to be on this team because everybody wants to win 50 grand or five grand or whatever it is. And the truth of the matter is, um, you know, if you're Joe Blow working out in, I don't know, like bumfuck Arkansas and you've got 300 followers on Instagram. There's nothing wrong with that. By the way, you're a very valuable person. I value, I'm telling you right now, I value you. If you, if you buy product for me, I don't, I don't care, but that type of person, you have to understand, like you're not going to win $5,000 or $50,000. These athlete searches are always, always based around getting the most ROI and you've got to turn around and make that 50 grand back. You've yeah. got to have somebody that's going to move the needle, that's going to sell product. You've got to get that 50 grand back. So uh, there's athlete searches out there, and we're going to tell you guys how to make a dent, how to, how to make yourself seen and become valuable and stuff like that. But with the athlete searches, a lot of people think, well, this is my, this is my way in. And, Jason, there's other, there's other reasons, too, that people think they may win an athlete search. So, I mean, talk about, like, you know, physique transformations and stuff like that, you know, what, what people think, you know, might yeah. possibly get them a sponsored spot. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you were like you were saying, like, for if you're gonna do one of those, and your engagement's not real high yet, and your following's not how high, and you might make a hell of a transformation, but like you said, they got to get their money back. So it's not all tied up in the transformation, unfortunately. You know, it's gonna be looked at. What's your engagement on your on your following? I mean, we gotta remember too. Someone could have six hundred thousand followers, and they paid for every one of them. And when they post, they get, you know, a thousand likes. Well, that's still a decent amount, but out of 600, that, that shows it's not a real following. So engagement's really looked at in those situations too. So, you know, it's just not all based on um, the transformation that the athlete makes. Yeah. And, and like I said, guys, I wasn't trying to cut anyone down by saying, if, if this is you, you're, you're not going to win. We're just trying to be real here, but we are going to tell you how you can make yourself valuable. That's what this whole show is about. Um, let me take a look here at my notes and see what, what's yep. going on next. So let's talk about what a company is looking for in someone. Yeah. Uh, here's the basics, you know, for my end, because I'm telling you now, I, I am looking for, I've got quite a few coaches that have reached out to me. I, I am interested in coaches and maybe yeah. an athlete here or there down the road, but 
you know, coaches are what I'm looking for, but the basics that I'm telling everybody right now that's messaging me, I'm like, listen, you've got to use a product for a while. I want to see you buying the product. Anybody that, that comes on board with me, I'm going to pull up my database and I'm going to yeah. see if they're even buying the product. Are they posting about it on social? Do they believe in it? That's a really good place to start, guys. A lot 100%. of you think that you need to just reach out to a company because you have all these things to offer, but you're not even using the damn product. What are your thoughts on that from the from the new ethics side? It's 100% right, and that's how I got on with Cyvation. It, it's it's 100% right. You know, we're not, you know, looking for someone who, you know, doesn't believe in our in our mission. We need someone who believes in our mission, has taken time to understand the products. We start seeing people posting about how the products work, how they've helped in their life for really no reason other than they want to help their following and help their people and maybe their coaches. And so that rings true with us. And so that is first and foremost, I think it's very important in this, in this day and age, I'm not saying that there aren't, you know, some companies that, you know, maybe they're bigger and they're like, we're going to hire 20, 20 um, sponsored athletes and you can just put an application and you've never tried their product. I'm not saying that doesn't exist, but for a smaller company like you and I who are growing grassroots, you know, we spent a lot of, we spent our first three years just growing grassroots. We didn't even hire a marketing company. So for us to go and grab an athlete who's never even used our products, they don't even know who we are. Like that's just not going to fly. Right. And, and to me, I want to see some loyalty on my end for my company. I want to see someone that's using the product that believes in it because a lot of people will jump around. They'll jump shit. They'll, they'll jump ship. They'll go from company to company and they'll chase sponsorships because it's the next thing. And I want to bring somebody on that's already been using it, that already believes in it, that already wants to be part of the team, whether they're sponsored or not. That to me is the most valuable person. That, that was always me. Like when I was with First Form Dude, I was promoting the hell out of their stuff because I believed in it yep. and I loved it and still do love their products, by the way. I don't have anything bad to say about that, but you know, with me, they got six good years out of me because man, I was really, I was really using it and really believed in it and promoted it. So I'm looking for something like that on, on my end. Um, the other thing is what kind of value or influence does that person bring? So let's, let's yep. talk about that and let's talk about what you're kind of looking for on your end. Like what kind of yep. value, so, what kind of influence? Uh, you know, like I, I kind of touched on this before, but like, let's say someone has 25,000 followers and they, they catch our radar but we go to their page and let's say we've seen that they've ordered from us, but there's really no engagement. Their people aren't really engaging with them. They aren't really even buying into their brand. Um, that sends red signal, you know, red flags to us. So we want to see engagement. Like, you know, you and I have talked about it before. Like, like I think I have 14,000. I don't know. I think you're almost at 15 or maybe you are, but we have really robust coaching businesses. I mean, you know, we, we support a very nice lifestyle doing this and we don't have a hundred thousand followers, but the people that follow us are very engaged. And so we look at engagement next. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing. So let's, let's talk about the different types of influencers because to me, you've got coaches, um, you've got Instagram influencers and you've got people like I'll talk about my, my, one of my close friends and you know, we're kind of involved in business together too right now. And you guys will see more about that in the future. But Jason Wells, my, my clients lost all the weight. Mm -hmm. um, everybody knows Jason at this point. We'll talk about him. Then we'll talk about coaches and Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. But Jason is a very big influencer. He's only got like 300 followers on, 
on Instagram, same thing, Facebook's just a normal, he doesn't really use that, but that guy has everyone's attention in the gym. He owns three Midas locations in the area. He just bought an anytime fitness. Um, he is someone that's transformed and I'm telling you like the local supplement stores here, they all go in and they ask what Jason's taking. And he's one of those people to where he doesn't, he doesn't have a giant following, but that guy's got a ton of influence, a ton of influence. And that, that's why he's on my team. He's one of my sponsored athletes and he understands the product. He's very loyal, but they trust him because he's actually been in the trenches. So that to me, you don't have a lot of those type of people. Like you have to really know them, but someone like a Jason that everyone goes to, if you can find someone like that, he's the type of person that can help spread the word for you outside of, of the norm, outside of Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. Um, do you have anybody like that, that you guys have, have kind of entrenched into new ethics? I know it's kind of a rare thing. You don't no, really see that. No, we don't. Um, I can see, totally see the value. Um, you know, we don't, even locally here in Kentucky, like we don't have a ton of supplement shops and you know, like I know people at the gym and stuff, but you know, there's a ton of people that like, you know, I I'm, I'm more known outside of Kentucky than I feel like inside of Kentucky. So I don't even have that huge of an influence here locally. So to have a guy like that or a gal, um, I don't, I don't really have anybody like that locally. Yeah, he's definitely a social person. Jason loves to talk. He knows when I go in the gym, I put my headphones on. He walks towards me. I just shake my head at him. I'm like, don't <laughs> talk to me, motherfucker. I got to work out. So yeah. you know, he knows I'm busting his chops. But, you know, there is that type of influencer, just not very common. Now, the Instagram influencers, social media influencers, those, those are still going to be kind of rare, in my opinion, because to get someone like that, and I'm gonna, and we'll talk about coaches last. To get someone like that, you have to really, really dig, like you said earlier, to find out like how true is their engagement. Uh, man, I've seen to where people not only buy likes, they buy fucking comments. So that if you're, oh, really? if, oh yeah, geez. But if you look at the comments, they're all from these these weird accounts, and they're just okay. emojis, and they're not real actual comments that add any value. <laughs> I didn't know um, you could buy comments. I, I didn't either. I, <laughs> I didn't either till. And here's the thing, man. Like, there's people you and I know, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw them under the bus. I'm like, you're really that bored. You're gonna pay for <laughs> likes and comments because people are. They're trying to stay ahead of faking the funk. So it just. It's really hard to find people on Instagram. But to me, the most valuable people are coaches, and that's yep. that's what I'm looking for. That's what you and I do. And, and let me explain why coaches we have influence, whether you have 25 clients, I'm telling you right now, if I've got a good coach with 25 clients, I'm interested in talking shop yep. with this person because they have someone, they have 25 clients that will listen to them. They trust yep. them. He's the influencer with them plus whatever his social is, but just with them. And he has loyalty from his clients. That's the type of person I'm looking at over anyone else. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be real careful with this because like I said, I'm not going to try and talk bad about any of my former, you know, sponsor positions or anything like that. But there are companies out there that they don't value people like, like us that are coaches. They, they are chasing this huge, huge Instagram influencer model and yeah. people like us are not being appreciated. And that's one of the reasons why I left. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Um, I have a lot to give, had a lot to give and people have to watch out for that. So if you're a coach, you're a very valuable person. So make sure you take that when you go to a supplement company and you outline what your model looks like. Talk about what you have your clients doing and 
at how you can help. Um, how, how crucial is that to the new ethics side to have, have good coaches over there? I mean, it's, it's kind of been our bread and butter, you know, from day one, you know, from a marketing standpoint, grassroots, I said, we're going to be the coach's brand and we're going to produce outcomes that coaches need bad um, to retain clients, to fix issues. And that doesn't mean it doesn't still work for the, for the general person. Cause it does. Um, but you know, coaches can understand it. Coaches can explain it. Coaches can teach it. And like you said, anyone who's a coach um, from, you know, 15 clients to 250 clients, they have influence over those people. And it only takes getting eight of those 10 on your brand and you might have a client and customer for life. Um, so for us, it was our model to begin with. I'm a coach. I need outcomes. I wanted to produce for other coaches. That doesn't mean we won't take an influencer. Um, we do have some of those with very large followings, but uh, we really are seeking out coaches. And even when I do my class, you know, I explain, Hey, you know, if you want to come on as an affiliate with us, we'd be more than happy to have you. You don't even have to promote. It's just, here's your code. You'll get some kickback. You know, the products work. They're going to produce results. We'd love to have you. Um, if you want to, if you want to promote us, then great. Um, so yeah, I mean, the coach model has been the way I went really from day one. Yeah, and it's something we both know like the back of our hands because that's us. Hey, if you don't mind, go ahead and take the time real quick and explain the affiliate model real quick that you guys do. That way people can differentiate between yep. just a sponsor position yep. or yep. an affiliate position. Okay, so um, a, a sponsored athlete with us, you know, um, they're going to potentially have a signing bonus if they've already proven that, you know, there's someone that can move a lot of product and maybe if they're coming from another company, and we feel like we want them and they're looking, but you know, they've got to make up that, that salary that they were already being paid. Um, but they will get product, uh, free as well. And then, um, they will have a discount code and they will get money off the discount code. Our affiliates, the way it works is, uh, there's no free product. They don't have to promote us. We just want them to have it to use with their customers or themselves or, you know, their, their people on their Instagram, they get a discount code, but the code uh, basically stores up um, dollars within the site and they can use it to buy more new ethics. Um, so those are our two different systems. Yeah, it was something, you know, I, I, I did something similar like that to first form. Um, they called us legionnaires where we got a percentage like 15%. And, um, some of us were sponsored and we had those legionnaire positions and, um, man, it's something to where somebody really shine and they really want to push that side of things. They, they could, I never really pushed the legionnaire side of things really hard. Um, because I, I was asking people to buy so much stuff and that's something else I want to point out too. If you're someone who's sponsored, you're thinking about being an affiliate, you have to think about how much you're asking people to spend money, your, your client base or your social media following, whatever. I was constantly asking people, Hey, I've got a new book, buy this book or buy tickets to the physique summit or, you know, Hey, hire me if, if you want. Like I've always been real careful about how much I ask people to spend money. So by constantly asking people outside of my clientele to buy supplements, I never got real comfortable with it because I knew the more I asked, the more they're going to tune me out. So you have to be real careful with that. So I never really pushed it really hard but I didn't have to. So I, I know a lot of my sales over there weren't trackable, but I didn't care. They're getting a product. It's not like I was trying to spend 10 hours a day growing a, an affiliate business with a supplement company. I was making more money doing other stuff, but 
my value is just recommending it to my clients, whether they got it from me, from my link or from the supplement store, I didn't care. Um, but there's, there's some good money to be made there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes at months we write a check up to 2,100 bucks and then we got some people that make 300, but either way, I mean, you know, some t- for people, 300 bucks is a car payment, you know, it's yeah. a lease payment. so, um, you know, for, for rep, for rep, for recommending supplements that you already probably would have and that you believe in. So, I mean, it's kind of a win-win. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. So let's, let's get more into the nuts and bolts of this and then we'll, we'll kind of turn the corner here, the halfway point. Let's talk about how to approach the company that you're looking at. And I always tell people this and I'll, I'll tell my story. I always talk about start off with approaching the company. You know, if you're, you're already using the product, first of all, let's talk about that. You're familiar with everything. I always tell them, Approach the company with what you can help the company do, not with what can the company do for me. Oh, I've said this a thousand times. A lot of people, they just don't, dude, we can put this out and people just aren't going to get it. Like they just, they will still go to the company with like, well, what, what can you do for me if, if you sponsor me? It should never be that. It should be like, here's what I can do for your company to help it grow and expand. Um, are you seeing more people come to you guys like that? Or do you still get quite a few people like, hey, so what's it look like if New Ethics sponsors me? No, I think, I think most people, um, you know, understand that they have to bring value. I think these days, um, we don't get too many people that, you know, say, Hey, what can you do for me? I mean, that's the attitude you definitely don't want to have. Um, you know, if you craft an email, you should explain, like you said, how I've used the products, how I've used the products maybe with my clients. And then certainly at the end, you can say, hey, so, you know, what's what's the, you know, situate like what's the arrangement or how does it work? There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, you should lead off with your understanding of the product, how you've used it, how you can help grow. So I don't think too many people are, are, are you know, coming at us with uh, what can you do for me? But I'll tell you, like, um, I think just our brand alone, it's a little more. um you know, higher end, I guess. And so we're not getting too many, you know, 21 year olds coming at us. And I'm not saying that everyone who's 21 don't get pissed off that that would come at a company like that, but I'm getting, you know, we get more people who have kind of been around the block and kind of understand, I think. Yeah. Um, so here's the one thing I did want to, I did want to talk about here. Um, had to reopen my notes. Give me just a second. I did want to tell my story with how I did that with first form, because I think there's a very valuable, uh, learning tool. So in 2015, they had their very first, um, uh, as an athlete search for, they were looking for coaches. And, um, I remember it was all summer long and we did it. And I had a lot of people, a lot of people here in this area, they're like, dude, you're going to get it. Like your clients are kicking ass. You've got decent social media. You've been promoting their stuff already for, you know, you know, a couple of years or whatever. And I really thought I had a good chance at that. And that was before I really understood what the athlete searches were really were and what they should have been. And, it was fifty thousand dollars up for for grabs, and first form went out and they they picked a guy named Danny Jones, super cool guy, great athlete, very large social media following, and they picked him and I and and that's when the light kind of turned on for me with what was going on up there because, dude, they needed somebody who's going to move the damn needle right away. I mean, the guy had like six seven hundred thousand followers, um, looks like a million dollars, like he he was everything that that they picked and you know, at the time, of course, I was like, well, fuck, man, like my clients are winning. They're looking for coaches. Like, what am I not doing right? But I got it. And I understood and I learned from it. So I was like, you know what? 
if they're not going to pick me, I'm going to go to them. And that's exactly what I did. So I remember getting a hold of Sal and Jason, a couple other people. I'm like, Hey, I, give me a sit down meeting here. I want to talk to you guys about what I can do to help the company. So I walked in and I've told this story before on the old TNT podcast, but it, it makes a good point here. I walked in, I said, Hey, listen, you guys didn't pick me and that's okay. It's not about money to me. I don't give a shit about the 50 grand because Jason, you know me, like I really don't care about yeah. the money. Right. And because yep. um, we've had that conversation many yes. times yep. and I said, I just want to be part of the team. I believe in this. Here's what I can do. So I said, don't worry about the athlete search. Just bring me on, bring me on as an athlete. Let me prove myself to you. So I said, let me host a podcast. So, you know, I came up with the idea for a podcast based around physique enhancement. And that's what started the TNT podcast training and nutrition truth. And it's still up. If you guys want to go listen to it, it's a pretty decent podcast. Oh yeah. Um, good info. I, I came to them with the idea. I said, you guys should do a transformation contest similar to body for life. And yeah. I came to them with that idea. And it was funny because with the podcast and with that idea, Sal Fursell looked over at me and he said, have you been in my office? And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, we have these exact same things written down in our notes right now. We're looking for somebody to help do that. And I'm like, get out of here. Really? And he's like, yeah, man, like really? So that's kind of how it started. I went to yeah. them. I said, idea. this is what I can do to help you. And what did it do? Dude, it led to six amazing, great years um, that I was able to run a podcast. I was able to help them develop the My Transformation Starts Today Challenge. I made a shit ton of good friends, still great friends, with a lot of people there. And it, it led to a lot of really, really good things. But I, I had to go to them because they were never going to pick someone like me. Now, do I think that that was probably an error on their end? Yeah, because from a coach's standpoint, and they're seeing it now, and I don't mean this to, to punch them in the mouth or anything, but now I'm starting my, my company and it's exploding. It's growing fast. And I know it's early. I'm not trying to say that it's going to be this great thing, but dude, we're moving a lot of product. There's a lot of people that value what I have to, to say and do about supplements. So, you know, I did the right thing by, by leaving and doing my own thing. But at the time they needed somebody to move the needle and that wasn't me at the time. So I learned a lot from it, you know, whether they're going to learn something from it later, I don't know. But my point is you guys have to go out and you have, you have to grab the bull by the balls. And, oh yeah. And take charge. Um, so I just wanted to tell people that story there. And it, well, it's, it's the really same thing too, where I have people coming at me wanting to be coaches, you know, and uh, you know, it's, that's for another topic, but I mean, you know, that whole thing has to go down the same way. Like, you know, here's all the things I study. Here's the things I know I've taken your courses. You know what I mean? Like it, it's all kind of similar um, in that realm. You know, you've got to bring, something to the table and the more you bring to the table and the longer you bring to the table like i said you know we don't give signing bonuses right off the bat to our sponsored athletes but the ones that are kicking ass you better believe i appreciate them and, and we do signing bonuses when we when we re-up yeah 100 percent um and it's one thing if if you're listening now and you're interested in coming on board with me if you send me an email or, or a call if you know me personally you say hey this is what i can do for you you and i are going to talk today I, I just, I don't have anyone that approaches me like that. No one says, Hey, here's what I can do for you. Like, here's what I want to do for you. We just, we just don't see that very often. So if you really want to stand out, if you want someone to look at your email and, and you know, get it ahead of the others, that's how you do it. Yeah. Um, everybody looks good these days. Everybody understands like in this day and age, we're all educated. I mean, listen to the podcast we're putting out right now. Like we're educating the hell out of people for free. People know how to regurgitate information. So I'm looking for something that helps people kind of stand out. Yes. Um, I do want to think, talk about things to watch out for. Um, if you're thinking about being sponsored, 
And it's just, it's a tiny thing, but I always recommend that people take a really good look at their companies that they're thinking about being sponsored with. I've got some friends that they're part of a couple other companies and I'm like, man, what are you guys doing? Do you, are you not looking at some of these companies? So always make sure. And it's, it's not very many, but Jason, you know, the supplement company industry is better than probably most people. There's a lot of companies out there that either have a lot of drama or they have a lot of coaches or athletes or, or sponsored people that have a lot of drama as well. And it's, you have to remember some companies thrive off of that because it's attention. It's yeah. negative attention, yep. but they thrive off of that. Or, you know, some of these other companies have been busted for selling bad shit and they've split yep. off and they become other companies. And, the, and you know, they still are doing a million dollars a month. It's amazing. Yeah, we but, but the 21 year olds don't know. They're, they don't know. They're not following, you know, they, they just go buy the, you know, the get huge pre-workout or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it's a shame. So you guys really need to do, your due diligence and kind of check into that. You know, there's, there's a company here in Missouri, obviously I won't say their name that it's a smaller company, but man, they've got the worst coaches and athletes to represent them. They're always the people that are out there bashing people all over social. They're the people at shows that are constantly mean mugging and talking shit about everybody else in person. And their whole company there's like 12 of them is made up of people like that. And I've, I've got some, some people that I know that went with these companies, I'm like, dude, what are you guys doing? So my point is those companies, those other people, they reflect on you because the rest of the people out there that see it, if you're part of that company, they're going to think that you're like them. So you have to be really careful and really, really understand what other companies represent. Um, I, I think your company does a really good job of being very cut and dry. Um, I think the mission of your company is the same way because you, you drew a line in the sand. You're like, listen, this is what our products are, high quality, all that. And it, you see that with all the people that you have represent you from a coaching standpoint down to you guys. So I think people should really, really dig in. I mean, it's, it's just bad in the industry, man. It's, it's part of it, I guess. Yes, it is. Let's, um, let's talk about a couple other things here. I'll get off my soapbox with that one. Okay. Once you're in, so let's talk about one, once you are, so maybe if you're listening now, you already are sponsored. Um, let's talk about how you stand out above others and, and don't be like everyone else and do just the standard post two times a week and wear the clothes. You really have to work harder than everyone else. So why don't, why don't you, and I don't care if you name them, like it's, it's your, it's your company, Jason. Do you have examples or do you want to give examples of what people have done to stand out above and beyond to kind of represent your company? Well, I mean, people can go look at, at Megan Santa Barbara. I mean, um, she's got a great engagement. She's got a great following, but I mean, she is always, you know, offering posts up about our products, about how to use them. She educates when she posts. Um, and so she's going above and beyond the amount of, you know, posts we asked for her and she does, you know, very well for herself um, on, on a monthly basis for that. And, um, you know, she's someone that I've watched and, you know, as an owner, I watch her and I know that she's doing well. And I already emailed her and so I'm going to, you know, take even better care of her when she signs her next contract. So, um, yeah, like the, just doing the least minimal that's in your contract, it's not going to fly. And if you're someone who's not doing at least what's in your contract, you best believe, and we have some of those, you best believe we, we know it. Like we're watching it. We have enough social media people now. Um, we're hiring an, an, an employee who's going to be a chief, you know, operating officer and he's going to do a lot with media and, you know, we know we watch. And so you have to go above and beyond if you, 
you know, want to climb the ranks, so to speak, and get a bigger signing bonus and move up in the company. You know, as an owner, you start to see those people and you start to trust them and you start to think, man, if there's any other positions that are open, like we would call on those people. And so that's how you move up. But that's how life is. Like if you're going to just give the bare minimum to bodybuilding, you're going to look bare minimum. If you give excellent effort, you're going to get excellent results. So it's like that in life with anything. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we're watching, put it that way. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's some, that's the same approach that I took with first form. So, you know, earlier I told the story of how I got in and got my foot in the door, but once I was in there, I'm just a competitive guy. And I remember telling Sal, I'm like, dude, I'm going to fucking work harder than all your other coaches and athletes. Like, that's what I want. I just want to beat everybody. I'm just, that's me competitive. And, you know, I thought in my head when I was driving up there, I mean, I drove up there damn near every week for like two and a half years to do the podcast, three and a half hours there, three and a half hours back. And in my head, I was like, I'm fucking hard working harder than everyone else. They don't have anyone else doing that. And it's not a knock on them. That's just me because I'm competitive. Mm -hmm. So I thought, you know what? That's how I'm going to stand out. I don't have the social of guys like Danny Jones. So I'm going to have to make up for it somewhere else. It's kind of like in bodybuilding. If you don't have the, listen, you're, if you're John Meadows and you don't have the fucking genetics, you better work harder than every fucking buddy else. And that's, that was my approach that I took. I'm like, I just have to work harder. So I came to him with, with other ideas. And when the Legionnaire program got really big, and had a lot of people that were putting out information that wasn't always the best information. So then we had to create this course to educate the affiliates, the legionnaires on how to help their clients put macros yep. together and how to, how to like, here's how supplements are really working. And, and that's just part of growth because they were growing so big. So then, we're doing that now actually. Yeah. So it's, it, it's necessary, uh, especially when you have compounded formulas, it's a necessary, you know? So, so think about that from your end, you're looking for people that, have been crushing it that have stood out to be able to help you guys do stuff like that. They're already on the team. And that was something else that I did there. So I just told myself, I'm just going to constantly work harder. And that's, that's just an approach you don't see a lot of people take. It's, it's not, I think it really has to be in people's DNA. I really do. I think there are some of us that are just like that. It's just how we're built. Um, but it's a, it's a valuable trait to have. Um, I just have, I just put down here, the thing I want people to take away from that become more valuable than everyone else. There's, yeah. there's a, there's a place where you can become more valuable. It doesn't have to be social. It can be anywhere. I have a lot of people that reach out to me every year. They're like, Hey, can I please come help with the physique summit? I just want to be part of it. I love the feeling of being there. And you know, Jen Yarbrough is one of those people. She's, I brought her on to become a fat muscle athlete um, a couple of years ago with the apparel. She's someone that does that. She goes the extra mile to do stuff like that. And I'm always looking for people like that over time. Um, so just become more valuable than everyone else. And then finally, man, to kind of to wrap this up, I've got a couple things here. I want people to think about, so what are your strengths? And, you know, I think you and I can probably talk about our strengths here when it comes to, you know, being sponsored or, or how we can be an influencer. Um, you know, people, are they good at educating? Are people, good, are you good with selling? Like Jason Wells is great with selling. Are you good organizing, like putting events together? Are you good in the trenches? Like think about what your strengths are. That way you can become more valuable than everyone else. I mean, Jason, with you, like you're, an, you're a hell of an educator, right? So what's valuable to you? If, if you don't own New Ethics and I own my company, dude, I'm looking at you because you're putting out these classes, you're doing public speaking. Like I'm going to build something around you and I'm going to push you to the moon. Um, I think a lot of people need to, to think about that. What are some other strengths that you can think of that people could harness if they were going to help your company, new ethics. 
Well, I think, you know, like I said, we just, um, we just hired someone. Um, they're going to start July 20th uh, to basically uh, do marketing. Um, so we have a company that, you know, does our, you know, uh, marketing platform, right? But we need someone to manage it. Like I'm too busy, Steph's too busy. So we brought someone on who's, you know, worked within social media before. Um, so they're going to manage that. So like if you have a really good social media background and this person has used our supplements for years, they're a client of mine, they're a friend of ours. And so that skill is always needed, like social media and being able to maneuver that very well. Um, they're also, he's just intelligent and we're going to put him into forecasting and spreadsheets and things like that. So a company always needs someone to be watching when, you know, you're going to, you're going to know this man. I think you already do, but that inventory and forecasting, it's really a, almost a daily thing that has to be looked at. And, you know, we were doing it weekly and it's just, it doesn't cut it. And so anyone who's go with spreadsheets um, has accounting backgrounds uh, all those types of things, uh, you could start as an affiliate, but you could work your way up when that company is looking to, um, to hire. Um, so those two jump into my mind or three, uh, aside from what you'd already mentioned. Yeah. So it's interesting, you know, you talk about people that have been sponsored or affiliate part of it. I, I'm actually, I'm getting a text right now. Um, it's weird that this just happened from someone who's, who's on the team that I'm looking to bring on into a part-time position and very quickly full-time to do a lot of the things that you just said. Um, because I've, I just, I just need it with all of our stuff going on. So that's something else I think is right. crucial. And now people. they have a career within the industry they love, you right. know, they can pay their bills. So, and that's how this person was, you know, he was doing social media for another company and, you know, he'd be doing tire campaigns and then they had other, you know, and he's like, I just don't care anymore, but you know, he's, right. in it. so it's right up his alley, but you know, so yeah. Um, you know, you work hard, maybe you don't feel like at first you're getting everything you need, you know, in terms of, you know, Oh, well, I, I want a bigger percentage on my affiliate cut or I want this or that, but you put the time in the people are going to notice. And, you know, like companies like ours where the owners are actually very active and it's not just like some board or, you know, some millionaire who put up money and then, you know, they kind of stay silent. We're watching, you know, and we make those decisions. So. Yeah. I love it. You know, a couple other things too, people need to think about. There's a lot of people that look good. There are a lot of people that have great physiques, Instagram and social media is flooded with that. So maybe that, maybe that is a strength of yours, but it's not really necessarily a strength because everyone looks like that. Um, mm -hmm. I, there's, you know, if you're good at video, if you're good at talking, like if you're good at stuff like that, if you're good at writing, by the way, there's a, yep. for people to, to do copyright and stuff like that, that's a skill you just don't see a lot of people have. And that's something I, I've always been pretty decent at is I've been able to, you know, host a podcast or, or do videos and educate or write articles. But I'm telling you right now, you don't, you never saw me on first form, um, in photo shoots and shit like that. No one gives a shit about a 43 year old guy, half gray, middle-aged, like decent, somewhat dad bod physique, whatever. I, that wasn't ever a strength of mine. So I had to kind of step out. And so think about that from that side. If you guys are good at videos, if you're good with social media and doing stuff like that, those are always just valuable strengths that I just wanted to point out. Um, I mean, I do think someone who's really good on video is a value. I mean, huge. we knew that early with Vince and, um, you know, so we looked at when we were partnering that that was going to be a strength of his and, you know, he's always posting videos and talking and things. So that is a strength and companies will recognize that. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And finally, man, um, one more thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about loyalty, but really not blind loyalty. So at some point, you know, people that are sponsored, I look at everything as, you know, it's got an expiration date. I just do these days. I've gotten old enough. I've been through enough stuff that an expiration date on your time with a company isn't necessarily a bad thing. And you have to think about, you know, how loyal you've been to that company over time. And it's okay. It's okay to step away. It's okay to look at other possibilities. And I just wanted to point that out. And, you know, I've got people that will be sponsored, you know, with me that'll go on and, and they'll be with other companies. And it just really depends. I know from my end, my standpoint, I was very loyal to First Form for a long time. And I just felt like I wasn't being used over there the way that I wanted to be used because I, I felt like I was a, a starter. I don't want to be a bench player. So yep. I went out, I created my own fucking team and it is not a knock on them. There's a huge company. They're moving into this giant facility right now as we speak, you know, congratulations to them. But I also want to point out to people is there's, there's something to be said for loyalty, but don't ever feel like you have to stay somewhere if you're not being used the way that you want to be used or if you're not happy. And a lot of people are, are they're scared to leave. They're not confrontational. Yep. And trust me, it was very, very hard for me to leave because I knew it was going to cause a lot of backlash and, and things aren't good there right now. But I, I had to end the show on this note and just tell people, you've got to make sure you do what you do and make sure that your time with that supplement company, this is what I'm getting around to. Make sure you're that time representing that company. You did everything that you could do to help that company. And no one can ever say, well, this person didn't do X, Y, Z, or this person was just here for the supplements or the money or any of that stuff. Always, always, always make sure you cover, cover your tracks by, by being very loyal and doing the right thing. And there's an expiration date on everything. There, there are, there's an expiration date on the show that we're doing. Like we're not going to do elite physique university for 10 years. So you know, we're going to go on and, and do other things. So that's just kind of the way that I look at it, man. Do you have anything to add to that or any, any, any comments? Uh, you know, my parting comment, just to piggyback on that, because this is just a belief I have and I was taught by my dad and, you know, I, I think it's true. You know, when you were, you know, trying to, um, you know, say, Hey, I can be utilized in a, in a better way or, or more. So you started to formulate at least in your head, another plan. And, you know, if, if, if being an affiliate athlete is money that you rely on monthly, um, seek out another one before you just quit, you know, always have the next thing ready before you jump. I mean, I've always done that with jobs, you know, some people just quit and be like, Oh, well, I'm, I'm done. I'm fed up. And then they got no money and they like, man, that probably wasn't the smartest move. Um, so if you rely on that, you know, just have an exit plan and, and try to look for other companies. So you have that, that next move for yourself. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And that just goes, like you said, for anything job or, or, or whatever. But you'd be um, surprised how many people don't apply that logic. <laughs> you know, I oh, talked to I a lot of guys <laughs> in the gym and, and not to bash on millennials again, but you know, they'll be like, yeah, I'm not happy. I'm just quitting the job. I'm like, do you live at home? No, I have an apartment. I'm like, don't you think you should send resumes out first and get another one before you just quit? <laughs> like, seems like yeah. common yeah, no shit, man. No, this this was a fun episode. Um, guys, if you ever want to email us, our email is in the show notes. You guys can check it out there along with, if you are interested, I mean, Jason, you guys are you guys are looking for people now, correct? Yeah, we're always looking for a good sponsored athlete and affiliates. Um, you know, like maybe you're not quite there yet with the sponsored side, but you can become an affiliate and do all the things that we talked about in this podcast and, you know, there's always that opportunity to move into a sponsorship role. 
So yeah. yes, we're always looking. Yeah. And, and I, I can't recommend new ethics enough. Like I said, you and I were about to do business together and kind yes. of kind of launch something. I'm excited to tell people what happens when you combine new ethics and fat muscle. It's going to be, it's going to be good for everybody. It's going to be good for yep. us. Yep. And it's also going to show people you can, you can have competitive companies, but still do good business together. So, uh, you know, for my end, we're not, I'm not looking for affiliates, dude. I'm not ready for that at all. Like I, I'm not ready to give up that kind of margin yet on products. I'm just trying to get the shit out right now um, and figure out how to forecast. Cause like you said, that's, that's a, that's a monster. <laughs> it's a fun one, man. Uh, you know, Steph's uh, always taking care of that one on the back end, but now it's the point, like I said, in year four, man, you got to start handing it over. And if the sooner you can hand it over, the more you're going to have time with your clients. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's a monster. We, we are looking for um, some sponsor positions later on this year. So what I'm, I'm saying that now is you guys check out the show notes, click on the link to my website. And I'm, I want people that are using the product. If you're not using the product, don't get a hold of me. I, I really don't care how many clients you have, your social following. Like for me right now, I'm just not interested in that. Because here's the thing. If I started out my very first sponsored person, and I brought someone on from the outside that's not using, what's that say to my people that are trying to become sponsored, that are using it, that do have good followers, that do have coaches, coaches with a hundred people. So I'm just putting it out there now. You guys need to use a product if you're going to approach me. Um, and that's just, that's just the way I am. Uh, it's, it's always going to be that way. Yeah. I mean, I was just a cut and dry guy. So that's the way that it is. Uh, but we will, you know, later this year, we'll probably make an announcement and we've got some really, really big things planned. Um, for bringing people on. So we'll, we'll just kind of leave it, leave it like that, man. It's Thursday. We both took our nap. So I think we're probably ready to get back to answering emails for myself. Yeah. Jason, we're out of here. Have a good Thursday. guys. Yeah.